Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. As far as coaching hires go, Sean, I mm -hmm. told you that I was going to give you some context for what it was like when Andy Reid was hired in 1999. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So in 1999, Andy Reid was hired, and people in Philadelphia were not happy about it whatsoever. After all, there were some, there were some hot prospects on the market. And Andy Reid was interviewed of nine positions open. There were nine positions open. The only team who interviewed Andy Reid was the Philadelphia Eagles. And then... And then even after they hired Andy Reid, um, our guy, Anthony Cataldi, Cata is it Anthony? Cataldi. It's uh, uh, Angelo. Angelo Cataldi. Angelo Cataldi. Angelo, Angelo yeah. Cataldi and others found out that the Eagles were considering drafting Donovan McNabb over Ricky Williams, wow. and people flipped oh, the yeah. hell out. Yeah. yeah. So Cataldi chartered a bus to take people up to the draft to boo Donovan McNabb at the draft. That was, remember, remember, this is why sports radio has a bad name. So do you remember, is, do you remember uh, all the people booing Donovan McNabb? Many of those people apparently had been bussed up there imported by Angelo from Philadelphia Yeah. <laughs> Peter King of Sports Illustrated wrote that there were people who thought the coach would, quote, get eaten alive oh, by fans and media in Philadelphia. Uh, nobody knew anything about him. He looked like a big, dopey guy. Yeah. You know, he was 40 years old at the time. As you can imagine, like, he had, like, two – he had, like, a Mike Ditka haircut and mustache to him. There was – by then, 10 years out of style. So it, it really, like, he really had a goofy look about him. And I could totally imagine, kind of like when What's-His-Face was hired by the Giants and his suit didn't fit. Ben McAdoo. Like I, yeah, Ben McAdoo. I, th I think there was a kind of a Ben McAdoo vibe to him where, like, okay, great. Like, you guys like him as an offensive coordinator, but look at this guy. Look at this. Andy Reid. What the hell with that mustache? Is it, oh, God. No, is this guy, is that George Went? The people, of course, didn't like Andy Reid. That was, uh, that was back. 99 also was back. I mean, the internet was a thing then, but social media really wasn't at that point. So it took, yeah. uh, it took slightly longer for things to go viral back, back in 1999. Um, 
But I wonder if that at that point, you remember the video of Andy Reid in that punt, pass, and kick competition back when he was a kid? When he was like 13. He's and he was 13 huge. and he's the size. Yeah. He's 13 and he was basically the size he was when he took the Eagles job. He had some kind of pituitary issue, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Was- <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's crazy. Like the fr- I had to watch it, it five times to see if it was a Saturday Night Live skit or something like it that. It looked like a child predator had tried to sneak into the right. competition so he could pal around with some. It was weird, man. Yeah. yeah. It was wild. So, well, so uh, I was looking for the 1999 NFL coaching hires because I know that um, Ray Rhodes was one of the ones that was hired. Uh, he was hired by the Packers over Andy Reid. Yep. It's probably a mistake by the Packers at that point. I would say, say so. Do it over again. <laughs> I would say yeah. so. Yeah, I would say so. All right. Um, Payne and Pendergast with you on a football Friday. Um, we'll get to Carlos Correa next. We're going to do a little uh, – we'll see if we feel like Carlos was being sincere when he was uh, – being welcomed back home uh, by the people of Minnesota at his press conference earlier this week. But right now, it's the first week of the playoffs, so we've got to get our picks from our guy. It's the segment everybody's talking about. Max Picks, the founder and owner of Gallery Furniture, Mattress Mac, Jim McInvale. we got playoff games to talk about here. And I know, Mac, I know you've got another big promotion going on for the people. It's probably the greatest promotion we've ever had, John. It's the team from Dallas who is favorite. They are favorite, I repeat, favorite. If they beat the team from Tampa Bay on Monday night, you come out to Gallery Furniture and buy our beautiful new line of furniture called Yellowstone. It's, it's uh, a licensed product of the Yellowstone uh, TV show that's so popular on Paramount. You buy $3,000, you buy three pieces of Yellowstone furniture, bedroom furniture, occasional furniture, dining room ter- furniture. Then the team from Dallas wins the big game on Monday night. Your beautiful solidwood made in America Yellowstone furniture, three pieces or more, is free, free, free. That's beautiful. So we're right back on it this weekend for the playoffs. So let's get right to it, Matt, because that's going to be one of the games that we have you pick here in just a second. But let's do one Saturday, one Sunday, and then that Monday game. Let's start it off with the team from Los Angeles with the lightning bolts on their helmet in Jacksonville to take on the team from Jacksonville. Jacksonville catching two points, plus two for Jacksonville. Who do you got? I like Jacksonville at home. Uh, they, they look good. Got a good quarterback. I like Jacksonville. Jacksonville in that one, plus the two. And then on Sunday, this is a big number, Mac, but this is probably, this almost feels like America's team right now. The team from Buffalo, they're hosting Miami, and Buffalo is laying 13 points in a playoff game. Obviously, Buffalo's going to be fired up, given what happened tragically to that player, but thank God he's much better now, so that's great. Uh, and I like Buffalo a lot, especially Miami has no quarterback. Yep, Buffalo to roll. That's right. No Tua in that game for Miami. And then finally, Mac, you mentioned it, Dallas in Tampa Bay to take on the team from Tampa Bay on Monday night. The spread right now I'm seeing is plus two and a half for the home team. Who do you got in that one? I like the Cowboys all the way to win outright to cover the spread. I think the Cowboys' history this season is they have a bad game like they did last week. They bounce back with a very good game. So I'm looking for the Cowboys to bounce back and if the Cowboys win and you buy three pieces and more beautiful Yellowstone furniture, gallery furniture right now, you get that furniture free, free, free. And as you said, Sean, the Cowboys are the favorite. They are the favorite, and you got to get over there right now. Get on over to Gallery Furniture and go take advantage of that huge, huge promotion for the team from Dallas, rooting for them to win this weekend so you can get that furniture free, 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 that Yellowstone furniture free, free, free. Mac, we always enjoy it. Have a great weekend. John, uh, great stuff. You have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Good to be with you, Payne and Pendergast. Hey, quick reminder, uh, Texans owner Cal McNair and uh, Hannah McNair, they're going to be in studio up here at 945. They're going to hang with us for the last few minutes of our show, and they'll be on uh, a little longer with uh, John Lopez and Landry Locker on In the Loop during the first segment of their show. So they're splitting the two shows there at the uh, at the transition. They, like the, they get a peek behind like, the curtain of the transitioning yeah. between shows. We're like the red carpet for the Landry and Locker show. <laughs> yes. Basically, like, you and I are like Joan Rivers and her daughter there. Right. Whatever. Right. You know. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, we're the we're the pre-show to in the loop. Were they doing that? Didn't Joan Rivers and her daughter do the pre-show? Probably. The, the they they did a lot a of things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably so. Um Carlos Correa he likes to shop at the Dior store, I hear. Um, he was in um, Minnesota signing his new deal with the Minnesota Twins earlier this week. He was, asked, he was asked about the perception that the Minnesota Twins were, were his third choice. I don't mean, I, I don't know if it's a perception. He, he agreed to a deal with the Giants. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> the perception that this team you definitely didn't choose the first or second time is, is your, your third choice. Is your third choice, yeah. So he was asked about this uh, at his press conference uh, earlier this week about the Minnesota Twins being his third choice after the Giants and then the Mets, and then it's back to Minnesota. Well, uh, Minnesota was always uh, – in that small group of uh, teams that I told Scott at the beginning of uh, of a free agency, you know, the the whole free agency process uh, is it's a very complicated process as we know, and a lot of things happen along the way. But at the end of the day, all that matters is that I'm here. I'm going to represent this city. I'm going to represent this organization. I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to play hard every single day. I'm going to be out there in the community helping as much as I can. And all that matters is what I do from this moment forward uh, for this organization. I'm really focused on that. I'm really focused on giving my all. Me and my family are going to be very dedicated to this city. And uh, that's going to be for a long time. So we're very happy and excited. You were making out with two women right over there. How could you do that? Hey, I'm here now. Okay. Yeah, this is a very small. You're you're one of the small group of women that I would consider making out with. Right. I would, you know, I consider only ten percent of the population dateable, frankly. Right. Um. So you're like one of millions, but a small, relatively small number of millions of other people. There might only be like thirty million women in this country that I would make out with, and you're one of them. In this yeah. analogy, is his ankle injury basically like an STD or something like? The Giants and the Mets were like, ooh, oh, I don't know. Got a like a cold, cold sore or something. Sore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota's like, fine, fine. Just only for six years, though. 
Mine. <laughs> you got a big old, big old pussy cold sore on his ankle. That's what. That's what Carlos oh, Correa. Oh man, man. Come on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, I. You know what? That that response by him was better than when he first showed back up and acted like this was what was meant to be yeah. and this whatever uh, this his instagram is, uh, god post. has a plan and this is what uh yeah it's it just feels right yeah to go to the place that after two people had rejected me offered me the most money yeah all, all kidding aside i thought he handled the question pretty well i mean what are you gonna say like, yeah. the guy agreed to monster deals with with two other Which, teams by the way like he said free agency in general is a complex process not really, not really at all. Especially in baseball, it's actually quite—it's quite simple in baseball. Um, there's really nothing complex about it, except for you, right? Like you, you, Carlos, always make things a little bit more complex than they need to be. Damn it! I—I <laughs> I, I saw a tweet, and I apologize because I've deleted it from my bookmarks. But it was—it was a short tweet. It was so funny. Some baseball writer congratulated Carlos Correa on signing three of the biggest deals in baseball history this offseason. <laughs> That's true, though. I was dying. I know. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Well, did he? Yeah. He signed him pending physical. Yeah, I guess he they agreed to him, I guess. Pending right? physical. Term sheet. Yeah. A total of what? Like $800 million or Oh, so? yeah. Yeah, about $800 million. Just short of $800 there was, million. Um, I can't remember who first said that. I think it was Warren Buffett. Who said something about uh, like there's a I think he called it the 99th floor syndrome, which is hey like if there's a hundred floors in an office building like uh, owned by a company and like there's some huge company and you're you work your way up to the 99th floor that's pretty damn good like you're riding pretty high and feeling pretty good in life but if you get to the hundredth floor. And then after some period of time, you get bucked back down to the 99th floor. Um, it just psychologically, no doubt. rationally, it doesn't make sense. But, man, it sucks. Yes. It just sucks. Yes. And I wonder, like, I wonder about if there's any part of that where, boy, he's got $200 million coming to him, guaranteed. Which is more money than even probably Carlos as a young man or any of us ever imagined we'd have growing up. Is there, is there a part of him that <clears throat> is going to be a little bit miserable that he lost out on 120 million or so guaranteed? Does he feel like he's making 200 million or he lost out on 150 like 100, million? I don't know. It's hard for me to envision because it's still, he never actually had that money. Right. It's not like all of a sudden he was living on 35 million a year. No. Well, I mean, he could have been this last year if he spent all of it, but, um, you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't have all of that, uh, that future money in the bank, so to speak. So I don't think he ever – he probably never really adapted to it psychologically versus somebody that has a fortune and then loses it or something. I think he's just fine, and, and here's why. I, I put a lot of stock into how people handle themselves when they're betting on themselves. Like Aaron Judge yeah. I have great respect for because he turned away over $200 million because he thought he was worth more, and what did he do? He went out and had the best offensive season of any player in the American League this century probably. Um, yeah. Similarly, Carlos Correa could have signed a deal with the Astros before his last year with the team, but he chose to bet on himself, and he finished in the top five in the MVP. So I don't think – I don't – I mean, I'm, 
it sucks, I'm sure, but I'm, I, you know, like I don't think it's going to affect his play or anything it's like that. I mean, he's still yeah. going to be a great. Oh player. God, no, yeah. no, no! I can't imagine that it would. Right. I'm, uh, I try to, I try to put myself in people's positions, and it gets tough when you start getting into the hundreds of millions yes. of dollars yes. uh, in all of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The guaranteed. And now I know people keep saying like, "Well, but he's got that chance to earn that money back." I'm like, nobody. Yeah, because by doing the very thing that makes people afraid of these. 10-year contracts by, like, performing really well on the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, and 11th year of the contract. That's different than, that's different than uh, you know, actually earning that, uh, you know, having that money guaranteed no matter what. Yep. Um, here was Carlos. If you guys want to attend Twins Fest, Carlos wants you to be there. Hey, guys, C4 here. Can't wait to see you guys at Twins Fest, January 27th and the 28th. It'd be great if he actually accidentally said Mets Fest. Hey Did guys, call him C four here. C no, I've no. Well, first of all, he was number one here, not four. But oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 But <laughs> I, I've never heard him call. I've never heard him called C four. Yeah, uh, Boris did, he did? Um, when he was describing how everything had happened, oh. and that's how that's how I figured that his health was actually fine. He was describing what happened when they found out that the Mets were in. That he went in, and he told, um, and and Carlos tackled him. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Boris said C four is a strong dude or something. I'm like, man, I would never describe my client who has a history of back problems as C four uh, with as his nickname because that's just too. <laughs> it's a vertebrae. I, I would not name. I would not nickname him after one of the vertebrae because that would be idiotic to do. That would just be tempting fate. And yet, look what happened. I know it wasn't his back that got him failed uh, failing the physical, but. It was, uh, old C4's got a bum, bum ankle, or potentially bum ankle. I got thinking about this yesterday, Seth, and this is probably the last Astros angle that we can come up with here on the Correa thing, but I did get thinking about this, that we know that Jim Crane is still very fond of Carlos Correa. You know, I, I, I don't think him not being here and him only, only, only getting a five-year offer, air quotes, was any sort of indication that Jim Crane doesn't like Carlos Correa. It's just an indication of how the Astros do business. If Pena... Pena's performance in the postseason and the regular season might have saved us from this. If Pena had been a failure, let's pretend he was a failure this year. You know, he was overwhelmed. He wasn't good. He was an Achilles heel in the lineup in the postseason. And they're they're in the shortstop market. I don't think the Astros would have been in on the 12-year and the 13-year and all that Mets and Giants garbage. But once those deals started unraveling, we make fun of Minnesota here. <laughs> we make fun of Minnesota but yeah. you know that if the Astros had a need at shortstop that was as acute, oh, yeah. as, acute yeah. as their need was at first base and in center field, yeah. that if it was that acute, you know that we would have been getting whatever antibiotics we need for that cold sore Carlos has on his face, and we would have been making that five-year offer to him again and been yeah, fine with it. It would have felt different, though, than, than in Minnesota because in Minnesota – I mean, Carlos has treated them like a cheap hussy from the get-go. Yeah. He signed that deal which allowed him to walk after any of the three seasons without a hitch with those options. And then he actually tried to leave with two different people. And I say people like if they're having an affair. And then after after continually getting rejected, he comes back home with his tail between his legs. Yeah. That, that feels different than like going to home to your, uh, you know, to your actual family. We're blood. Yeah. Right, we're blood. Yeah. We're like his family. They're like the guy that tries to make it in business and flounders, but he goes back to the family business, and it's cool because that's his family, and he knows the business. Yeah. That's, that's what it would be like. It would yeah. be like a big Italian family is what it would okay. be. Okay, okay. I yeah. like that analogy. We're his biological baseball family is what I'm hearing. Yes. Right. Okay. It's exactly what we are. Biological. He's, uh, <laughs> we've, <laughs> we share a belly button with him.
We do. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. But, yes, I see where you're going with that. We do. Um, hey, someone's bringing this up on the trailer wheel and frame text page. We should talk about this. Uh, 6469, trailer wheel and frame text page. Let's get out of it. I don't like thinking about my belly button. No, like no, no, me neither. Um, and, everything. and I think this is the case. Um, C.J. Stroud has not yet declared for the NFL draft. As we sit here and go, well, one of the two quarterbacks are going to be there. He's not declared yet. Um, at least I Googled it yesterday, and I had not seen that he had declared. Um, so I does that make me nervous about getting the number two overall pick that C.J. Stroud has not yet declared? I would expect him to declare, no? I think. What's the, um, let's see, one word explains why C.J. Stroud hasn't declared for the NFL draft. Mulligetta. <laughs> let's see. What is the word? Um, <laughs> can, can that be our tease into the next segment? Yeah. Go find the, the word, I'm, Seth. <laughs> All right, Seth's gonna go, Seth's gonna go find the word because yeah, this uh, this article really did the, the te- it, Here's a four thousand word article that doesn't want to tell me buried the word that right word away. and it turned into a needle in a bunch of in a huge word haystack. Um, yeah. But we should talk about this because Casario did say something in his interview with us the other day that I th- got a lot of run and we haven't really dug into it yet on what he looks for. In quarterback, so we'll get the one word on C.J. Stroud. Yeah, we'll do that. I guessed it. Okay, good. Well, we'll we'll do we'll do that next. Stay there. You're listening to Payne and Pendergast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you on a uh, football Friday. We uh, we just read a text from somebody that brought up the point. It's a good point. Uh, a lot of follow-up texts from people about C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, it's been generally assumed he's going to declare for the NFL draft, but he has not yet. Um, and Seth found an article with the headline, One Word Explains Why C.J. Stroud Hasn't Declared for the NFL Draft Yet. So... Um, you guys this have waited is... through the break to hear what the one word. Seth, the one word. Ben, drumroll, please. After much and much searching through this Ohio State blog and uh, finding that it wasn't even actually really set apart anywhere in this 1,500-word article, that word, Sean, is pride. 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 
were you worried the uh, little drum roll was going to end too quickly? No, no, no. I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'm, I just know the pride so, comes before the fall. That's what I would tell C.J. Stroud. That's uh, now. That's where. That's where I think this guy, because he's an Ohio State blogger, is a little bit different. He says it's not the kind that goeth before the fall. It's more about pride in. Not himself, because my first thought was Heisman. Like, okay, is he going for the Heisman if it was one word? Because national championship is two words. Pride is this. This is what he writes. If I had to guess, it's because of pride. Even though he was a two-time Heisman finalist and climbed to the upper echelons in the record books of one of the most storied college football programs in the country, he was 0-2 against his rival, won zero Big Ten titles, and never raised a national championship trophy. Mm. So... Could it be as simple as that, that he's just saying, well, much like Peyton Manning did after his junior year, he said, I want to, I got to go, I got to go win one for, for Tennessee and old Rocky Top and all that. Uh, are you buying that, that that might be the reason? I can, it could be. I don't know enough about C.J. Stroud, the person, and how he's wired to know for sure. I, I will say this, that comparison, the one thing they do have in common, the two of them, C.J. Stroud and Peyton Manning, when it comes to making a decision like this, They've got the resource. Peyton had and C.J. Stroud has the resources to stay in school and not experience any sort of fiscal strife. You know, Peyton came from a family that was, you know, his dad is a former NFL quarterback. They had plenty of money. The Mannings did at that time. Now they've got a whole lot more money. Um, C.J. Stroud is one of the most endorsed or one of the most decorated college athletes in terms of NIL. He makes a ton of NIL money. That's why he already has... He already has Brian Burney and David Mulligetta as his marketing agent and his actual agent because he gets approached with so many different endorsement deals up in Columbus, car dealerships, the whole nine yards up there. So he's, so he, uh, he could stay. Look, he's probably not making as much as if he obviously were to sign a pick a contract commensurate with the second pick in the draft. But he's not yeah. having to worry about eating, you know, Chef Boyardee every night or something like that. He, he drives a G wagon, right? Um, a two hundred thousand dollar Mercedes. Uh, his his NIL valuation, and this is from on three dot com. It's a site that kind of helps guys coordinate um, NIL money. Uh, so the valuation, his valuation is two point eight million dollars. Okay. So who knows? That doesn't mean that that's how much he's partaking of, or it could be more, it could be less. But just to give you an idea of the kind of money they could be talking about, yep. uh, it's a. It's not a small amount of money. Like it's not like oh he's gonna stick around because he gets an extra meal on his meal plan or something. Yeah, I I see what you're saying, Sean. This is a lot different than it was back in the day. Yeah, he, he might be making more money from NIL than Archie Manning actually had saved up. You know, after trying to raise three kids uh, who were eating him out of house and home. And remember, Archie Manning played at a time when. Guys weren't making that much money, you know. So I don't don't, like. I don't think the Mannings were. uh, C.J. Stroud might be richer than Archie Manning was when uh, Peyton Manning chose to go back to Tennessee. So you're right. He may may very well be. Um, Text message on the trailer wheel and frame text page. This is from Mike in Ohio, now in Florida. So this is a listener from listening on the Odyssey app out of state. (laughs) Says it's great state of Florida. Says that the buzz in (laughs) the buzz in CBUS in Columbus is that Stroud wants to run it back and win the Natty. And he yeah. says, and I'm assuming not go to the Texans. I don't know that that's the case, but uh, but that this is uh, 
I mean, if you're a Texan fan who's been saying, well, they got the second pick, so they'll get one of these two guys. <laughs> Which, by the way, though, the, the funniest thing about that is always like, the guys, he's going to stay in school an entire year simply to avoid one team that must be so bad that there's a good chance they would be there again the next year. Like, if you're going to stay in school to avoid a team because they're so bad, guess what? There's a really good chance in your mind that that yeah. team's going to be back there the next year. Nobody thinks this way. Right. Nobody does it. Right. Nobody stays in school simply to avoid a team. They might try to sabotage it when they come out. But just get that out of your head. Nobody stays in school to avoid specifically one team. Right. You might do like pull an Eli Manning and finagle your way out somehow or a, a John Elway or something like that. But you're not staying in school for that reason. If he no. stays in school, it's because of, of everything you just talked about. The, now, if there, the, the, the part, this guy, because he's an Ohio State idealist, I think, I think he gets a little pie-in-the-sky-ish when he's trying to make a good argument financially for C.J. Stroud. I, I do think the money is so great that if you are focused on the money side of it and you are – if you're – if you have a really, really good shot of going in the top five, I always think you should go out if money is what you're concerned about. Some guys just aren't as concerned about money. But on the money side of things, um, he says, the obvious injury concerns that could befall any player at any level at any time, um, there are those. But as eye-popping as an NFL contract is, you know what's even more life-changing? An established starting quarterback's second NFL contract. And the only way to get to your second contract is to start playing under your first. And then he goes on to make the argument that, you know, if you spend that extra year in college and you get in the right situation, then you'll be, you'll be more in line to get that second contract four or five years from now. Okay. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. Because it's not just injury. It's also just situation. poor play, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's uh, guys fall. Yep. Barkley's the... Matt Barkley is the A number one example, and who knows how far you know where he would have gone if he if he had gone out for the draft after his junior year. But he, um, he ended at up the in time day people three. were talking about him as a first rounder. But yeah, he went, ended up in round three. Ended up in day three, yeah. So yeah. Um, oh, uh, day three, day th- yeah. He was like a fifth or sixth rounder, I want to say. Yeah. Barkley was, yeah. No, that's a, that's the cautionary tale for sure. Speaking of quarterbacks, here was Nick Casario on our show <clears throat> on Wednesday this week on what he looks for. What are the primary things that the Texans GM looks for in quarterbacks? How I view the quarterback position is decision-making, the ability to play under duress, accuracy, timing, and anticipation. So those are things, when you look at that position, are important. And I think one of the things that we've seen over the last, call it two to three years, when you look at trends in the league, the quarterbacks are more athletic, they're more mobile, they're able to do more, I would say, outside of the pocket, even within the pocket, the whole RPO element. It's not as if you have most quarterbacks, it's designed runs, I would say, other than maybe Hurts, who's a big part of the running game in Philly, and they've essentially built the offense around Jalen to accentuate the things that he does well. So, But when you come, when you get right back down to it for the quarterback, how do they execute the most critical situations, which are third down, red area, two-minute? Ultimately, you're going to have to be able to throw the ball effectively in those situations with accuracy, make good decisions, and be able to anticipate what the other team is going to do on the other side of the ball. So I would say those are, I don't know, five or six elements that we mentioned. So then you can get into, I would say, size, strength, speed, arm strength, all those other types of things. But there's so many things that go into playing quarterback. All right, so that was Nick Casario. I, a lot of people read into that cut, Seth, 
the fact that he was emphasizing a lot of the arm and brain things over the size and strength and physical dimension part of playing quarterback as, well, sounds like he's open to drafting Bryce Young, which I would say, yeah, Nick Casario's probably open to drafting Bryce Young. Doesn't mean he will yeah. or even get the chance to if if Bryce Young goes number one in the draft. But yeah, he's on their the, board, I would say, yeah. I, I think, well, I think in, in a lot of people, you know, just put Bryce Young as superior in a lot of categories over C.J. Stroud, uh, except for one, which is a really big one, which is that Stra- that that Young is just smaller than anybody who's ever been drafted uh, in the first round in modern in the modern NFL as a quarterback. It just uh, and it's not the height; it's the size. It's a it's a combination of height and size. So I don't. I think with and with that size with Bryce Young, because it's as much about body weight. I think even more so about body weight than height. I don't think. I don't think teams are afraid that Bryce Young won't play well. I think they're just afraid that he's not going to stay healthy enough to play well. You know, the old, uh, the best ability is availability. You know, Doug Flutie is a guy that might be a better comparison in a lot of ways. People bring up Drew Brees, but Brees was a, Brees was a thicker guy than Bryce Young. And I think Flutie was, Flutie was stockier by the time he came back to the NFL, the second go around, but he was a pretty wiry little dude when he got, and he got drafted late and didn't, it didn't work out for him in the NFL early on. Um, but he's a guy that later in his career was able to use his athleticism, was in the right scheme, used his experience, and, and stayed relatively healthy for a few years it, it, in his mid-30s. You know, he might be a guy, if you're looking for size and body weight, especially not being as much of a factor, Flutie might be the best example out there. I think it's a better example, too, because Flutie, like Young, I'm not saying they're Lamar Jackson or anything like that, but they both relied on maybe moving outside the pocket a little bit more than Drew Brees who tended yeah. to stay in the pocket a, a little bit more. You know, Drew Brees, I don't think, was known for his ability to improvise on the move and throw from all the arm angles and things yeah, like Flutie that. Yeah, Flutie was an athlete, yeah. Yeah. Flutie was – and Flutie was that classic – I think maybe kind of like Bryce Young in that way too where you're – he's an athlete but like that uh, like that uh, all-American high school kid type of athlete. Like yes. plays plays four sports. He's not a three-sport athlete. He plays four sports because the track coach doesn't care that he's going to have to miss for some baseball games. That's you know, right. like he That's just right. he like he just does everything really well. That's what Flutie was like. Yes, yes. And um that's honestly if you were a four-sport athlete in high school, that might be the thing I, I respect most in life. I'm always like amazed by those kids that were so good that like, one of the sports was like, yeah, whatever. Just, just if you can make two-thirds of the games, that's cool. Yeah, just come it's on. a meritocracy, <laughs> man. <Yeah. laughs> um, so Flutie, I'm just looking at uh, you know on his Google results, he's listed at 181. And I would say that matches the eyeball. I've stood next to Flutie a few times. Small. Um, not a large person nope. whatsoever. Nope. And But now, by the time he came back to the NFL, he'd been in the CFL forever. And, like, he had some awareness about him to where, you know, he, he I think he was able to keep himself healthy. Does Bryce Young have that same level of maturity and, you know, experience to be able to do the same things Flutie did, but and Flutie played when he was 39 years old. He did. He did. You know, stayed healthy for a long time. All right, we head into the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, the McNairs will be up here at 945. Uh, they'll be in studio with us here. Cal and Hannah will be with them, and uh, they'll be up here uh, a little later on, 945, and then they're going to hang out with John and Landry for the first segment of their show as well. Lots to get into with the owner of the Houston Texans, to be sure. Um, the video of Odell Beckham Jr. being escorted off of a flight and <laughs> – and doing things that force them to completely deboard and deplane the entire flight. Video has surfaced. 
How big a slime ball is Odell Beckham Jr. based on the audio that you're about to hear? That is next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <laughs> 